one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Today we've got an incredibly annoying Mother's Day entitled parent story. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, Entitled Mom thinks adults only doesn't apply to her kid at resort pool, removed by staff. My husband and I are currently vacationing at a five-star hotel. There's two separate pools, one for kids and families, and the serenity slash quiet one for adults. 21 plus is enforced. Both pools are very clearly marked as such by large signs placed around the perimeters of each. We've been here for a few days and it's been literal paradise. We've not run into many families or kids, and those that we did see were exceptionally well-behaved and attended to by their parents. Until today. We went to the adult pool and got set up on two chairs. The pool was in front of us and the hot tub was behind us. It was a tad chilly, so we ventured over to the hot tub, where we saw a kid, about seven, playing with a crap ton of Star Wars toys on the steps. Call me a Karen, I don't care, but this set me off. We came to this resort specifically because of the two very separate pools with enforced rules. I want to relax, I don't feel like hearing screaming kids on vacation. I went over to the attendance stand and asked if the hot tub was for families, and if so, was there an adults only hot tub that we might be directed to? I knew the answer, I just didn't want to come across as too aggressive. I was told the hot tub was indeed for adults only. So I proceeded to tell both pool attendants that there was a child in the hot tub and I didn't know if his parents were nearby. You guys? Both pool attendants were basically like, heck no, and walked very fast over to the hot tub and told a woman who was apparently the mother, entitled mother, of the child that it was adults only and they had to leave. The kid was told to get out, crying and screaming ensued and he and the mom then just sat on the chairs. But wait, there's more. After about 5-10 to minutes, they were still sitting on the chairs in the adult area, and again the attendant came over and informed them that the area was adults only, and they're not even allowed to sit there, even if they're not actively using the hot tub. Entitled Mother was pissed, angrily packed up their stuff, and both were ushered out of the adults area. I suspect they were there because the kids pool area was super busy, and Entitled Mother didn't want to deal with other kids, and or couldn't score a chair. We tipped the attendants generously on our way out and are already planning our next vacation there. I wish more businesses would realize that not everyone wants to commingle with families and kids. I mean, it's just nice to see that when you complain about this situation, the attendants actually followed up right up on it. And yeah, your experience wasn't bad here. I can definitely agree with OP. I see why there would be a market for places like this that don't allow kids. As long as they did their jobs here, it's wonderful. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you can't get enough of hearing about these entitled parents, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, what do you mean 50 euro is not enough for a baptism with 160 people? So this happened literally yesterday, and I feel like punching my head against the freaking wall. I'm studying as a chef in a university, but I'm pretty good being as a pastry chef. 
My mom works as a butcher in a market, and her co-workers have ordered me a couple of times, orange pies, cakes, chocolates, tarts, etc. Before a month, one of her co-workers decided to do a baptism about his newborn baby girl. We'll call him Banzel. Banzel decided to order my pastry cream with fruits and biscuits. We had a deal and he said he would pay me 200 euro. So this week, he bought me the ingredients for the sweets and the plastic cups to put them in, and I started making them yesterday, when suddenly he asks me to lower down the price. I told him I'm fine if the price is around 160, but he wanted the price to be 50 euro? We had a small argument, and then he pops me that he's found another pastry with a cheaper price. Like, okay, go ahead, no one's stopping you, bruh. Then his wife messaged me on Messenger saying how crappy I was and to go freak myself. They were just trying to do the classic jerk move of backing you into a corner when they feel like you have no other choice but to go forward with the process and then undercut you and be like, well, you gotta cut your losses and just accept what you can get, right? Even if you yourself went and bought the ingredients and you lost money on this, I definitely wouldn't follow through with it based on what they did here. I mean, maybe it's the kind of thing you need to share around a little bit, especially if they threaten to try to smear your name. Our next story is, I don't know what it is about having a baby and giving my mother a grandchild that's brought out the worst in her. Had a few gripes on the sub since my mother's been acting up, but she seems to be getting worse rather than better. All started off last August when me and my girlfriend discovered we were having a baby. Mom was excited, but as months went on, she was just constantly firing name ideas towards me. Any that I didn't like, she'd argue and question why. Then when we found a name we liked and she didn't, it sparked issues. Our son then came six weeks early in March. My girlfriend and our son were nearly on their deathbeds due to complications. My mother felt so entitled She felt it was appropriate to start causing arguments with me over telling her she wasn't allowed to the hospital due to restrictions. And she was fuming my mother-in-law was there and she couldn't be. She spent weeks trying to cause an argument with my girlfriend, kept accusing my girlfriend of snapping at her when she hadn't been, started accusing my mother-in-law of being a thief over some baby clothes she'd bought our baby because it was from an expensive shop. Had a massive argument with her a month or two ago where I told her I wanted her to go to the doctors and get some help because I think she's either menopausal, depressed, or even starting with dementia. She's been behaving absolutely deluded. She apologized to me and my girlfriend and even bought her a bunch of flowers. My mother never apologizes, so I really thought she meant it. But over the last few weeks, she started again. Went funny with me a week ago because my girlfriend's been offered redundancy in her job and she's accepted it. She hates her job and has wanted this for years. We're in a good place financially at the minute, but we think mom is fuming because she wants my girlfriend to go back to work after maternity leave so she can have our son all the time. As much as we want him to have a good relationship with his grandma, we don't want this all of the time. She was then fuming last weekend as my girlfriend was carrying him in a carrier and didn't let my mom have a cuddle straight away. And then he was poorly a couple of nights ago and we managed to get him to an out of hours doctor's appointment just after midnight. We were exhausted and so took him to the appointment. He got given the all clear. We came home, got a wash and went straight to bed. Mom came to visit yesterday evening where we told her. She then decided to go home message me and start an argument that we hadn't told her sooner. I wish she would just leave us to be parents. Stop taking everything personally and taking things out on us. 
We're exhausted without already feeling like we're walking on eggshells with her. I think there's a lot of stories that go around like this, and as much as it hurts to do so, because I honestly don't even know if I'd be able to if I was an OP situation, but you gotta put your foot down and just tell her bluntly, you know, if you're gonna argue and complain, you just need to stay away and not make things more stressful for us than we need it to be. Our next story is, my threaten to call cops if I leave for summer job. I'm an 18 year old male who's graduating. I live in Maryland and I got this salesman opportunity in Texas. They pay for travel and housing and I've been training with them since December. I've spoken to my mother and she says it's dumb, that what if you don't make money? I brush it off because I trust in my abilities in training. Today I sat her down and told her I'm going, that it's official. I already pay my own rent and phone bill. Overall for my own stuff while attending high school, I've been paying for my own stuff since 17. So what gives? After she stormed off, she called saying, You're a minor, not 21. You will not go, and if you do, I'm calling the cops. I said she can't do that. She said, Yes, I can. I already spoken with police. Which, I know my rights. That's also a lie. I've had family members call me, convincing how sketchy it sounds, and how I should be working with my sister at a food market. I keep explaining how business and finance is my passion. That's also my pathway in high school. What do I do? I don't want to miss out on this opportunity. To be fair, I know a lot of salesman opportunities that come to people who are 18 years old tend to be some MLM, pay us for the leads and then you'll go out and sell the opportunities to those people and it'll surely work out kind of things. But the bottom line here is at 18, you're old enough to make completely your own decisions and she can't talk to the police and do anything. Our next story is, lady got mad for refusing to sell slime to her daughter. This is a very old story, back when I was in third grade, over 10 years ago. Our elementary school has an annual school fair, which the third graders run as part of their financial unit in second semester. Part of the fair was running a store for two school days. Each third grader is allowed to run their store, which is really a small Costco table with as little or as many items. The only thing is the items must be homemade, so they cannot be store-bought items that were flipping. My mom helped me make over 200 small 2-ounce containers of slime to sell those two days. I was so excited for those two days. Now fast forward to the event, and I almost sold out by the end of the second day, barely had maybe 10 or 15 containers left. Now, one of my customers was my neighbor's second grade daughter. She came to my table and wanted to buy a pack of slime, which I was selling for a dollar each, but only had 50 cents left from spending all their money elsewhere, so I told her I can't give her it. She moved on and I didn't think much of it. Dismissal comes around and all my friends and I get on the bus super happy with all the money we've made. Since she's my neighbor, she was also on our bus route and conveniently sat across from my seat. Throughout the ride, she kept asking me for just one slime, as a favor. I declined, but offered to trade my slimes for something else she bought today. She bought some popsicle stick car, which I thought was very cool. Now, here's where I may have gotten a little jerky. She handed me that little car, and I decided to mess with her a little. Nothing mean, just friendly teasing. I refused to give my slime to her, and took the car and was laughing with my friends. It was never my intention to scam her, as literally less than 30 seconds, I gave her the pack of slime. All good, right? Nope. 
To be honest, she was fine after that and was laughing over it too, but once we got off at our stop and she mentioned how she got the slime to her entitled awful Karen mom, her mom went ape poop on me and my mom. She accused us of being scammers, sinful people, and invaders. We were Indian people in a mostly white neighborhood. She went on to say how we probably learned from the call centers. What the freak? The daughter looked so embarrassed of her mom and kept telling her mom to stop, but no. Her mom had a tendency to flip out on everyone over minor things. My mom didn't speak English very well as she had lived in rural India almost her whole life, but she could tell how angry my neighbor was. The whole incident frightened her so bad. A few hours later, my neighbor's husband came over and knocked on our door. We were afraid to open the door, but my dad went to talk and, turns out, he came over to apologize for his crazy wife. Looks like he was tired of her BS as well. He came inside and we all had a great time over dinner and snacks. The husband was a really chill dude. Now a little extra part to the story, the husband had been dealing with her BS for way too long and a few years later when I was in middle school, he divorced her. Turns out it was his house, so she left, took 80000 from him but still left. The daughter left too which was a bummer because she was actually really kind, only her mom was the crazy one. In today's time, my neighbor is happily married to another lady who is awesome. She's super chill as well. Anyways, that's one of my r slash entitled parents experiences. I already always feel bad for kids with entitled parents, but you have to feel extra bad for the ones who clearly understand that their parents are being overly entitled. The ones who stand off to the side and look embarrassed or step in and try to say stop. You just hope they continue to have that mindset as they grow up further. This next story is, mom just took my paycheck because she did my laundry once? I got home today from work to my mom snatching my paycheck off my hands. She said she deserves it because she did all the chores around the house. Which isn't true, I did a lot before going to work. She also said it was because she did my laundry. This is the biggest check I've gotten in the longest time and all because she did my laundry? I've been doing my own and others laundry since I was taught and I never said a thing. My dad got home not long after and thankfully he's on my side. My mom hasn't given me my check back but my dad is trying to talk to her. What can I do? This definitely depends a little bit on how old you are. I would definitely say open your own bank account. If you can get direct deposit that would be even better. And in the future, literally just do not give her that money. This next story is, Entitled Mother insults me for wearing a swimsuit and makes a scene. Before I start this, this all started last year where I was just a teenager, and still am. It was a hot summer day, I live in a tourist town where many people come to visit. It's a nice town to stay some weekends. Several times friendly people come and other times pure demons dressed as humans. This was the case. Me and my grandpa, who doesn't know how to speak the official language of the country we are, were having a fun time. Everything was normal, the water was nice and the day was sunny. I was wearing a black bikini, not inappropriate, just a normal swimsuit. I was enjoying myself. I finally felt good in my own skin. Well, apparently my wardrobe choice was eye-catching for a visiting American family. A man of approximately 55 years old was looking at me. He wasn't the only one, another dude was looking, both in a dirty way. I felt disgusted, so I decided to call my grandfather to go to another side of the beach. But before I could speak, a lady with hair dyed a passion red came angrily at me with a kid. She said, do you speak English? I don't know if any of your kind speak it. 
I said, yes. Do you need help? She said, you need help. This is a public space. Me trying the best to pronounce without a strong accent. I know. What happened? Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. She said, your swimsuit is just provocative. All of you Spanish people are. Just look at you. You look like a slur. At that moment, I was in shock. Did this lady forget about that some people here are topless? I wasn't Spanish, though. I understand and speak the language, but this was scary. She just catcalled me and I was about to cry. I said, ma'am, what? I'm not wearing anything strange or sexualized. She said, of course you are. You're distracting my dear husband and son, you W. Put something on. You're showing too much chest. Your butt is exposed and insert more stuff wrong about my body. I said, I'm only 14. What's wrong with your son? And isn't your husband at least 50? That's disgusting. She said, you aren't that young. You're just a 16 to 19 girl who likes destroying families apart. God needs to punish you. This lady stopped for a second to talk with her kid. She was telling him of how distracting I was and that when he grows up, to never bring home any girl like me, absolutely disgusting behavior. At this point, the kid that was with her was crying and screaming that I was a homewrecker. How did a 7-year-old call me that? Did he really know what was going on? People were looking at the scene, my grandpa was asking me what was going on and who were these people. I didn't know what to say. I was standing there about to scream feeling horrible and like one of those words she called me. The predator husband and pervert son seemed embarrassed and now exposed by the crazy lady. They came to pick her up and take her to the side where they'd put their things. I heard their murmurs saying that I strayed from God's path and that I was just a teaser. After that, I put a shirt on and stayed at the sand, feeling gross. I absolutely hate that family of four. Still to this day, I remember what happened. It was just a year ago and I still feel bad about it. This was one of my experiences with a Karen and I wish it never happened. Thanks for reading, have a nice day, and remember Karens are just people who feel entitled and never wrong about anything. If you know someone with those characteristics, I, OP, diagnose them with Karen virus. There isn't available a cure right now. Sure is a shame that there is a grown woman blaming a young girl for just existing and wanting to have a normal, regular, fun time for somehow causing their husband and son's perverted behavior. 
Maybe there would be less situations like that and less people perving around like that if there weren't people like the Karen who try to blame innocent people. Our next story is, Entitled Grandma Wanted to Reconnect After Verbally Abusing Me and My Sons. This happened years ago, but I figured I'd share it now that it's so far in the past. Backstory, my 34-year-old female, now 10-year-old, was born with multiple disabilities and spent the majority of his first two years in and out of the hospital. He's been in a wheelchair since he was old enough to use one. I had broken up with his dad before I found out I was pregnant, but for ease of identification, we'll just say that my sister-in-law brought her two daughters and his mom to visit us at the hospital when my son was six months. She and her daughters took turns holding my son and cooing over him like a good aunt and cousins. It got to grandma's turn and she refused, stating, Why would I want to hold a freaking disabled slur? I don't even believe he's my grandson since my son would never have a kid with such a fat cow and her other kids are an R word too. Before I could say a word, sister-in-law jumped to our defense and shouted for security to escort grandma out and told her to find her own way home. Sister-in-law apologized profusely and we spent another half hour just chatting before they left. I had zero contact with grandma until my son was about four and a half. That's where this story begins. My ex wasn't the best father, and honestly this was probably the least traumatizing situation he put us through. We've been no contact with him since 2020, but that's a story for another day. So he reached out when my son was about four and a half and begged to take him to see his mom because she'd had some medical issues and ended up in a long-term care facility. I refused to let him take him alone, so he and I took both my sons to see her. We walked in her room and immediately she started in on my weight and how being fat is the reason both of my kids are R-word. My youngest son is in a wheelchair, oldest son has Down syndrome, neither of which will ever change. But somehow she was surprised that the oldest still had Down syndrome and that the youngest was still in a wheelchair. She made some comments about him being coddled and if you'd let him out of the chair I'm sure he would walk but you're just babying him too much. Pretty sure his multiple specialists, multiple surgeries, and the nerve damage causing him to be a paraplegic say otherwise, but okay. My ex stayed quiet through all that. I walked out the facility and let him know that we would never be back and she would never see her grandson again. About 18 months later, sister-in-law reached out and begged us to come to a family reunion they were hosting since grandma was being released from the facility. I refused and explained why. Sister-in-law understood and said she would get with us soon without grandma. Grandma found out and cried to anyone who would listen that I'm depriving her of a relationship with her sweet baby and how I'm such a horrible mother to deny her the ability to see him. She took it to Facebook, forgetting that most of her friends were either kids that X and I went to high school with or parents of those kids who all knew why we were no contact with her and low contact with her son. It didn't turn out well for her. She tried one more time pre-Panini and got shot down again. Haven't heard a peep from her since 2019 or her son since 2020. People like that honestly have no place in your life, especially not around young kids growing up who definitely do not need to hear any of that stuff. This next story is, I give up. Me and my mother never had a good relationship. She was 19, my father was 21 and I was the result of a condom blowing. I don't have most of my memories as a child, but the ones I have with her are some of my worst traumas. 
When I was seven, I had a very tough project to do, so I asked her to help. She said tomorrow. She continued doing that until I had only one day to give the project. So I entered her bathroom and asked again. She screamed at me and threw her cross at me. I was on the floor, my head was bleeding a little, and I was crying. The first thing she did was curse and say, Son, you made me sin. Instead of worrying about me, she was worried that the cross broke on the ground and I have multiple histories like that, but I'm just going to leave that one. Even though she was like that, I was the one who most protected her from insults from my father, my grandma, and my aunts. I never let any of them badmouth her for six years, but when my sister was born, it became clear who was the favorite. I would hold a little anger for my sister, but I don't blame her. She suffered just like me in her hands, but never the same level as me since she was the favorite. Every time we had even a little argument, my mom would scream at me and treat me like a monster and her like a little angel. Even though I did tease her sometimes, mostly she's the one who got aggressive and started being rude, and I could never forget something or else there'd be a fight one day. I forgot one plate and knife in the sink. I was screamed at and took a beating the next morning. I don't remember once in my life where she said, I love you or said sorry for how she treated and beated me, but she still believes she's a great mom because she makes her job as a mother. Even though the babysitter is the cleaner and the one who provides food, she doesn't have a job and stays most of her time at home. But she's the one who acts the most tired and says she does a lot even though my father works 18 hours a day and still makes our food on the weekends and takes us out to little trips. My father's not perfect but he loves us and knows when he's wrong. I also have a three-year-old brother. Ever since he was born, my sister got second place in the list. My parents spoil him every day. That kid is turned into a brat who spits, bites, attacks my animals and people. And even though he doesn't know how to talk, he knows what he does is bad because he smiles and runs away when he's caught. I've been begging my parents to discipline him, but they act as if I'm mean to the child just because I don't do his every wish. Today was the last straw for me, even though I'm the only one who points out how toxic our family is and tries to show my parents how we're acting is making our family aggressive. It never changed, but I still wanted a house where I could get out of my room without fear. I have a difficulty in paying attention to my studies, so I left my phone in my sister's room and decided to go to my father's workshop since he wasn't home. My sister was already there and I asked her to let the keys in the window. She smiled at me and acted as if she couldn't hear, so I screamed, Sis, let the keys in the window! And my mom started another fight because I don't treat my sister with respect. I pointed out that her behavior wasn't great either, but I'm the son she doesn't love equally, so she fought with me and said for me to study in the kitchen. I said to her, the kitchen's too loud and everybody walks through there. But she didn't listen, so I just ignored her and went in my room. Now my annoying brother wanted the room to himself, because my parents don't let me in my room, so now he thinks the room is his. Now my mom's screaming with my brother, my stress and anxiety were getting worse, I was sending an SOS to my father through the computer until she opened my door with her key and now the usual weekend was happening. I was on the wall screaming for her to let me go while she was treating me and doing the usual of screaming to my face and calling me names. My anxiety and stress were worse than usual and when I'm like that I can't stop talking and arguing with her even though it would be better if I did. 
She just threw me in my sister's room and I was crying and couldn't stop scratching myself or talking to myself. Then it was time for the baby to sleep. I was again thrown from room to room and the fight got back. I was tired, my heart was beating too fast, I couldn't breathe properly, so I just begged her to leave, but she's a piece of crap who likes being right. So she stayed cause she knew I would get worse, and it happened. I snapped and tried to push her out of my room without hurting her, but she stayed, so I put on my clothes and tried to leave to my grandma's house, but she didn't let me. Now she was slapping and pushing me around, my sister was begging her to stop, and the babysitter was trying to make me and her calm down, but she continued and continued. I locked myself in the bathroom while she was now trying to also make my sister anxious so she would break down. I don't know how a mother can treat her children like that. After the babysitter left and the baby slept, she tried having a talk to us. It was disgusting. She made herself like the victim and said we were the ones pushing her mad and stressed. But she's always like that. And when I finally left the bathroom, I made my last attempt with her. But she was a wall instead of focusing on the problems of her. She always deflected and started talking about us or try to make her life sound awful. Then I made her shut up and asked one question. Do you really think none of your actions were bad? Her answer made me want to throw up. None of my actions were ever bad. All I'm trying is to be a mother while my kids antagonize me and make me go mad. After, she said, Stop pretending to be a victim, son. Your behavior is disgusting. The talk continued for half an hour, but after those words, I just gave up about my mother or this family. I just can't anymore, and I'm just wanting to tell this to my father's family. Now, if this took place in the US, I would honestly say... OP needs to get some kind of help. I mean, depending on how old OP is, obviously the best option is to just get out of that situation if you can. If you have other trustworthy relatives who care about you, reach out to them and explain to them what's going on. Try to lean on whatever resources you can to start getting some actual help here. Our next story is, yes thanks, it's my Mother's Day too. Yesterday, I was at a winery to celebrate Mother's Day with my mom and my adult daughter. My daughter had her corgi with us and he's very cute and sweet, attracts a lot of attention. So we're having our wine and picnic and a boy, about 10, comes over and sits with a dog to pet him. His mom comes over, what a cute dog. This is Leo, he loves dogs. Can he sit here and pet him? Feel free to send him back when it becomes too much. Doesn't actually wait for an answer. Then she goes back across the winery and leaves him. For the rest of the time we were willing to sit there with her son, never looks at us, checks in. We hang for a while, 45 minutes, dog is happy, kid is fine, until he starts to tease the dog with fake treats. That's when we decide to leave and tell the kid, thanks, time to go. Mom ignores us as we leave and walk right past her to exit. I get it that she wanted time on her own. But the fact that she was fine having us passively entertain her kid, as we were also celebrating Mother's Day, is just obnoxious. Honestly, I think OP and the rest of them were way more kind than they ever needed to be. I feel like most people might be like, you can pet him for a little bit, but definitely don't leave, just take the kid with you when you're ready. This next story is, Entitled Mom Demands I Buy Her Kids Sandals. I took my auntie shopping out of town, and I bought my daughter four Nike Sunray sandals like I do every year. I worked as an HCA, and we lived comfortably. I recently got taken off work the last 12 weeks of my pregnancy, 
but I still bring in an income, which alone is enough to pay my bills and rent. My husband got a minimum wage job, so his is a little extra a month to our finances. So I got my daughter her sandals for the upcoming hot weather, and she says I'm rubbing my money in her face. But the thing is, I worked for my money. She hasn't worked in many, many years and lives off income assistance and CTB. She has three kids, so most of her stuff is secondhand. She said to me, it's unfair you get what you want. The least you can do is buy my kids the same so they don't get jealous of your daughters who doesn't even appreciate it. She just seems like a total moocher. I feel like this is just learned behavior that somehow along the line has worked out for her. You know, complaining that other people get something so therefore she deserves something and people giving in because of guilt. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another absolutely crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.